0: Sometimes you have to get leverage on yourself when it comes to awakening. This means that you realize you can't do it yourself, or that which you take yourself to be cannot wake itself up from its own delusion, from its own illusory, extremely limited view of itself, of reality, of all of it. This is the challenge, is that often a large part of the seeking mechanism or a significant part of the seeking mechanism is exactly the obscuring phenomenon, meaning that that seeking part of ourself, that part of ourself that believes it's going to get something better or more real, or it's going to find the missing piece itself is what's obscuring the immediate, simple, obvious clarity, the non-dual truth of this moment. Non-dual meaning without boundaries, without division, without parts without a self apart, without a division between internal and external. So the obscuring mechanism, the obscuring phenomenon, also largely feels like you, what's driving this desire to awaken. Now what's interesting about this is I think that with different people, this comes into play in different ways. I do on occasion bump into somebody who has tied in a sense of competition or a sense of FOMO, fear of missing out, or just the underlying belief that others have something I don't have. They've strongly tied that into this spiritual drive or this spiritual yearning. And it can be very um, distorting in their perception. This can be a hard one to unwind for people that, that move this way, that have that sort of fixation. What they don't realize is getting beyond the attachment to that competitive aspect of their psyche, or getting beyond that belief that there's something others have that I don't. That's tricky. It's tricky because it really feels like there's something out there. There's someone out there That has something I don't have. The sense of lack that is inherent to that is profound. But when that sense of lack seemingly defines you, or you've identified with it in a fundamental way such that you can't see it, then it forms a view. It can even form the entirety of your view of life, of spirituality, of yourself, and so forth. So in that case, to get leverage is to see once and for all clearly that the belief that someone else has anything I don't have is nothing but a thought. It might be a recurring thought. It might be a thought or belief that's deeply impregnated in the way you feel about yourself or the way you see the world but ultimately it's a thought, it's a belief. What awakening is, what this process points to has nothing to do with what anyone else has, by definition. That's the big surprise. Now, there's also a a motivation here that kind of goes in tandem with that. And that motivation is that I want to remain in the known. I want to remain in the familiar. So if feeling competitive is familiar to me, then even though there's a sort of discomfort in believing someone else has something I don't have, there's also a comfort in the familiarity because I know this territory. I know the territory of competitiveness. I know the territory of FOMO. I know the territory of putting a lot of energy towards seeking or competing. Or trying to get what someone else has, etc. So even though, again, it's somewhat uncomfortable, it's also comfortable. So we will trade an amazing amount of comfort for familiarity. Or, to put it a different way, we will forego a lot of comfort for familiarity. We will go into. A deeply uncomfortable pattern again, and again, and again, because it's familiar. That may be a better way of saying it. So this is the other aspect to seeing through the competitive nature or seeing through this fundamental sense of FOMO, fear of missing out, is that partially it's just a thought. It's a belief that anyone has anything I don't have, or that if I were just find out what that person has or get what they have, then I could finally be satisfied. Seeing that that's just a a thought, a perception, a belief. But the other aspect is seeing that you're actually doing this to remain in your comfort zone because it's familiar, because you've identified with competitiveness, and maybe it's worked in certain areas of your life, and so be it. But when it comes to this, nothing you've identified with is going to break the spell. Nothing you identified with is going to get you through. Nothing you've identified with is going to help you disidentify. So what's so interesting about this, this whole process, is it turns out to be quite the opposite of the idea that someone else has something I don't have. It's actually looking really, really closely at what you take yourself to be and looking just beyond that, just beyond what you take yourself to be, just beyond all the thoughts about yourself. So there's only one way you can do this, and that's going inward, not outward. Questioning those most fundamental beliefs, questioning the thoughts as they arise in real time. This is how I got leverage. For me, it was set up such that I had suffered for so many years that once I realized this was possible, it wasn't that hard to get the leverage. The leverage was a technique. The leverage was a, a willingness to look inward go beyond thought, discount thought after thought, watching them arise in real time until the mind just became supremely quiet or until things just felt quite different. But even then going beyond the thoughts about that, beyond, beyond that worked for me, it works for others as well. But what was behind it was being tired of suffering, having seen that moving toward familiarity hasn't worked for me. Having seen that, the usual way of thinking about myself and about life, the usual expectations, and identifying with those expectations wasn't working. And my instinct was it would never work. So when you get to that place, leverage isn't that hard to find. Leverage can be an inquiry. The right question asked, in the right spirit. It can be interacting with someone who's already walked this path. It can be going to a retreat. There are a lot of ways to get leverage, but you have to get to a place of clarity in realizing that what you've been trying has not worked. Maybe it's worked in the relative in various areas of your life, but it hasn't addressed your most fundamental concern your most fundamental yearning. You have to see that, finally. And see it clearly. Once you do, the rest is actually not that hard. But before that, it feels so hard because there's a lot of negotiation. I'm kind of interested, I'm kind of not. You know, put one foot in, put one foot out. Do the hokey pokey and shake it all about. you know, So, negotiation is not only painful and frustrating, but it's what keeps us from looking at what's right there. It's what keeps us from taking that very authentic, full-on look inward and seeing what's there and what's not there. Seeing that what we've been identifying with is an illusion. Whatever identity we grasp when we feel triggered, disoriented, or even when we feel calm. Because if we feel calm enough, the mind will stop. So we grab an identity. What is your identity? Are you the competitive one? Are you the fearful one? The assertive one, the confused one, the scientific one, the masculine one, the feminine one, the traumatized one, the one who knows all about trauma, can help others with it, the beautiful one, the not so beautiful one, the one with a past you can't let go of. These are all just identities, and identities are ultimately collections of beliefs and beliefs are ultimately thoughts. So the way out of those identities is not complicated. It's extremely simple and it only happens here and it only happens right now. Go beyond identity, which means go beyond what you think you are, which means go beyond what you take yourself to be, which means go beyond your past, going beyond memory, going beyond beliefs, going beyond who you think you are, going beyond who you think others think you are, going beyond your will, and you still know something's there. When you sense that, you know where to go which is nowhere specific. But instinct will carry you. It will take over. And then it's a matter of surrender. Remain alert, but continue to surrender as all of those thoughts, beliefs, and identities fall away.